welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. This summer at the Stone Circus at the ruins of Mama Cherie's Castle on the east side of Mount Wontasticate partially collapsed. Antoinette Cherie, a Paris-born music hall singer, came to America in 1911. With her husband, she opened a theatrical costume shop in New York City. For a time, they were quite successful. Their clients included the Ziegfeld Follies and Ringling Circus. Charles Lemaire was a young man who worked in the Andre Cherie costume shop. Lemaire's first costuming job was with the Cheries, and he would later become quite famous. In 1943, he was appointed the head of the wardrobe and costuming for the 20th Century Fox Film Studio. Lemaire would win three Academy Awards and oversee costuming of more than 250 Hollywood films. In the 1920s, Antoinette's husband, Andre, was reportedly an alcoholic who became very ill from drinking badly made prohibition gin. Andre was unable to work, and Charles Lemaire became president of the Andre Cherie costume shop. It is believed Lemaire would eventually finance much of Antoinette Cherie's life in the Brattleboro Chesterfield area. In 1924, when Antoinette was 46 years old, her husband died. A few years later, Antoinette traveled to Chesterfield, New Hampshire to visit Broadway and silent film actor Jack Henderson. He owned a farm in Chesterfield. Mrs. Cherie found the area quite agreeable and became a regular visitor of Mr. Henderson's. In 1928, Mrs. Cherie purchased her first parcel of land on the Gulf Road in West Chesterfield. The next year, she purchased a farmhouse and more land. According to research done by local history buff Dick Mitchell, Antoinette Cherie planned to build a summer retreat for New York City theater people and artists. As part of the plan, in 1931, she began construction of her castle, and by 1933, she had purchased nine parcels of land totaling 437 acres. Miss Cherie spent her summers in Chesterfield and the rest of her time in New York City. In 1988, Alan Norcross conducted an interview with Miss Warren, who lived on the Gulf Road property with Miss Cherie for 11 years, 1929 to 1940. According to Miss Warren, the castle was designed to be the cornerstone of a vacation resort for New Yorkers. Miss Cherie's goal was to build studio cottages around the nearby pond for visitors. The castle was built for the guest social functions. Stonework around the pond was designed to stabilize the pond and make it more attractive. During the summer months, Antoinette Cherie lived in the old farmhouse across the road from the castle. The farmhouse had no electricity, central heating, running water, or indoor plumbing. Miss Cherie spent approximately 30 summers in the farmhouse. There are plenty of stories of wild parties and risque behavior at the Madame Cherie property. But at the time, local newspapers didn't report any law-breaking behavior occurring at Madame Cherie's. The only reported incident occurred in the mid-1930s when a 19-year-old driver of Antoinette Cherie's 1927 custom-built Packard touring car was arrested for driving without a license. Miss Cherie could not drive, so she always had someone drive her around town. Warren asked her about wild parties, beautiful starlets, and a fast lifestyle at the castle. She said she had only seen Miss Cherie enter the castle once after it was completed. According to Miss Warren, she didn't want to get her the inside dirty. She said the castle wasn't built for Miss Cherie, but it was built for her expected summer guests. Mrs. Warren said that Mrs. Cherie was big-hearted, but a poor manager of money. Quote, she may have been fluent in seven languages, but English certainly wasn't one of them. She couldn't read or write a word of it. Mrs. Cherie always paid her debts, but never on time. When Madame needed money, she would have someone write to Charles Lemaire. She always got what she asked for from him. 
However, by 1937, the Antoinette Cherie property was mortgaged to Charles Lemaire. He may have been giving her money, but he gained control of the property in return. Miss Warren said that eventually Lemaire stopped sending checks and remembered hearing that Lemaire's wife put a stop to it. Antoinette Cherie's vision of a summer resort on her property faded away. Financially, she struggled for many years, and in 1961, she became a ward of Brattleboro. The castle was burned by vandals in 1962, and the next year, Charles Lemaire's wife took complete ownership of the Madame Cherie property. In 1965, Anne Stokes bought the property from Lemaire. Ms. Stokes lived on nearby Welcome Hill Road. In the 1990s, she donated Madame Cherie's forest to the Society for the Protection of New Hampshire Forests. A trail system now leads to Indian Pond and provides wonderful opportunities to experience spectacular views of the surrounding area. The crumbling ruins of Madame Cherie's castle are still there as well. In the 1970s, Anne Stokes and her friends built a series of studio cabins on her Welcome Hill Road property. The idea was to, to create studios for visiting women artists so they could live and work in the beauty and serenity of forests and pasture land. The artist continues today as Welcome Hill Studios. According to Internet Sherry's neighbor, about 90 years ago, Miss Sherry had a similar idea. She hoped to create a performer and artist retreat on her property as well. This version of Madame Cherie's life told by Miss Warren certainly flies in the face of many stories told by others. According to Miss Warren, Antoinette Cherie had only a handful of New York City visitors during her years in the area. These were people she convinced to come up and see the retreat she was building in hopes of having them invest in the project. They would stay for a short time, visit Brattleboro and Ware's Grove, and then go back to the city. Mrs. Warren said that in the 1940s, Madame Cherie did have two or three people stay with her for most of a summer. She thinks the myth of a wild Madame Cherie was born when a few New York City artistic types came to visit her in the 1930s. Mrs. Warren said once they saw how Mrs. Cherie was living in the farmhouse with few modern conveniences, they would stay for a short while and then head back to New York. Antoinette Cherie often had a young person driving her around town in her fancy Packard touring car. Her fur coat and gaudy makeup made her stand out on the streets of Brattleboro and Chesterfield. She liked to visit the Billings Hotel for meals and was always a flamboyant patron. Was this mixture of ingredients enough to begin imagined stories of decadent behavior at Madame Cherie's castle? The research for this story was collected by BAMF students. Much of it was found in the Madame Cherie research binders donated to the Historical Society by Richard Mitchell. Was Mrs. Warren accurate when she said Madame Cherie was not the sort of person who would throw extravagant parties? According to Mrs. Warren's interviewer, Alan Norcross, if what Mrs. Warren said was true, it would be the end of Madame Cherie's fairy tale. What do you think? Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.